0: What are you listening to? Hole in the wall. You gotta hear this. It'll change your life, I swear. Think you could uh maybe listen while you cook? Yeah, okay. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Whatever happens. happens. Wait! Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Where are you from? London. 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 London? Yes, London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, merry fucking Poppins, London. <laughs> Hi there, you and I listen to the Hole in the Wall podcast, hosted by your host with the most useless knowledge, the BOSS, where we discuss all manner of things from popular culture, ranging from movies to TV to anime, and on the rare occasions we do talk comics and music. And yeah, my name is. I'm the Joker, baby! (laughs) No, still not fucking right. Jesus fucking Christ. I gotta sort this out one day. By the way, if you know where that's from, you are a top-tier internet dweller. Let's be real right there. (laughs) Anyways, my name is Shah Jahan Ali, and you are listening to Hole in the Wall. And we are on episode 6. Wow. The consistency. I'm proud of myself. Now, consistently, good or bad, that's up to you guys. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. But we in this motherfucker right now, and we out here providing a service for you. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, I'm more present in some people's lives than their own dads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a fucked up thing to say. I apologize to all those that are fatherless and, you know, conduct fatherless behaviors. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. But yeah, sorry about that. You guys do you. Do you? Yeah, be fucking fathers. <laughs> Let your role model be Tupac Shakur. Anyways, on with the show. <laughs> As per usual, new listeners are weirded out and confused. Hi, hello. Thank you for choosing us for your much-needed white noise for the day. And don't worry, I don't usually take the piss out of people with absent fathers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That actually sounds so crazy when I say it out loud. And yo, to returning listeners, what up gang? How you doing, B? Glad to have you back as always. And yeah, I just wanted to say, first and foremost, I'm so fucking annoyed with myself with last week's episode because not only did it have some of the worst audio ever, I also missed out on titling it a pun involving either Jill Valentine because it was Valentine's Day or New Valentine from red dead 2 and yeah i'm so (laughs) so fucking annoyed by that but then again i'm single so that day was just another day for me mind you you gotta keep in mind i did make that episode in less than 24 hours so you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying you gotta put some respect on my name you gotta put some respect on the name man Anyways, let's get some news out of the way for this week's episode. So, this week was somewhat quiet, unless, you know, you follow politics, but we don't do that shit here. We don't do that shit around here, boys and girls. So, in terms of news this week, CDPR, or CD Project Red, whichever cuntish way you prefer to say it, released the next-gen patch for Cyberpunk 2077, and I downloaded it, and installed the game and listen, I I installed it on my PS5 ready to hate and I don't know how to say this, it's actually kind of good now. (laughs) It's actually enjoyable to play. Like, it's gorgeous in 60 frames and 30 frames per second. Especially compared to the 2 frames per second I was getting on PS4 when it first launched. Because, Jesus, those days were rough. Listen, if you are playing it on the PS4 or Xbox, whatever the fuck, back then when it first launched, you are a trooper. You are a warrior. (laughs) I don't know what you have in terms of mental fortitude. But you just had to firm it. A lot of it textures was not loading back then quests weren't even starting properly or ending correctly it was it was rough days everyone was t-posing it was rough and now it's actually it's a decent game it's not amazing it's not this i'm going to hate myself for saying it but breathtaking Fool this man. fucking Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that But I feel like there's so much potential there and I am interested to see what they do. It's so sad though. It's genuinely sad. We are waiting a year plus to see what this game is capable of. But at the same time, yeah, I'm still excited to see what it is. Wow, I am a fucking corporate shill right now, ain't I? (laughs) working for the white man the white man i tell you but it is actually genuinely good at this point there isn't a lot to do in terms of actual gameplay like in terms of the open world there's not a crazy amount to do unless you count side quests and all these kinds of stuff so i'm hoping to see what else they can add to the game but it is hilarious the only thing they've added so far has been apartments and yeah i i <laughs> Just they're like, oh, so shit for me to waste money on. All right, cool. Can I have some shit to actually do apart from that? You know, maybe gambling, maybe anything. There's only like two prostitutes in the whole city, and the other one's a man. <laughs> Gay. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just like to see what else they can do with the game. Just, you know, some more open world stuff, but it's it's a very good step in the right direction. However, I did notice today when I played it, I noticed a bit more bugs in terms of my gameplay. First day I played it, it was perfect but as of recently it was a bit more buggy so you know hopefully that's not an indication that this patch wasn't fully you know fixing everything but then again i'm just gonna take it as normal game design there's always gonna be like bugs and glitches with any game you know i played skyrim okay (laughs) you know i i played bethesda games i'm i'm used to it i'm a fucking (laughs) I'm a fucking hostage at this point. I'm a victim. Anyways, that's enough about that, to be fair. So, what are we actually discussing today? What should we discuss? Should we discuss if Netflix is worth it? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 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 How no? Hell no. God knows, really. I mean, if you purchase your Netflix subscription, you are a godsend. Because not only are you wasting your own money to help the rest of us out. Because let's be honest, we all just use someone else's account. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you lot. You are amazing. Not only are you the best family member, you are the best possible friend ever. <laughs> oh, it's like Twitter, communist, you know. You guys are actually distributing the wealth. <laughs> I appreciate you lot so much. Mother Teresa, eat your heart out. Am I right, people? Oh, fuck Mother Teresa. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? You know what? I'm, I'm, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't believe I'm gonna go around on Mother Teresa right now. Listen, the idea that she's considered the epitome of good is just fucking astounding. Can you actually believe that? Listen, I don't even like Christopher Hitchens and I don't agree with a lot of his points, but that documentary he did on Mother Teresa was so on point and so eye opening that he just had you say, Man, fuck this bitch. (laughs) I can't can't believe I'm out here saying fuck Mother Teresa like she's an op. (laughs) And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Anyways, so in terms of netflix right i want to discuss two main things so recently i watched midnight mass and yo just watch that shit it was great i'm just being honest personally in my opinion in terms of the ending it could have been better but it was a great ride that sounds like i'm describing (laughs) lost listen it's horror it's so rare for horror to have a great ending it's always the setup the suspense and everything once everything is revealed and once we have an ending you're always disappointed Somewhat, So just keep that in mind. But yo, just watch that shit. It is very religious, but it's not religious in the way most people are thinking it's religious, but it's it's great. It's overall just great. I would say it's an underrated gem. And there's a few underrated gems in Netflix catalogue. Mind you, underrated in terms of public consciousness. That's the shit I fucking hate about Netflix as well. Because it's quite clearly not a Netflix original. <laughs> it's clearly something Netflix has bought and just slapped their original thing on it. Because anything that they do that is original is usually fucking shit. And anything that is good, they never renew for another season. <laughs> The only things they renew for like two, three, maybe six fucking seasons is always high school dramas where teenagers are banging each other. That's really it. Or middle aged women cheating on their husbands. It's so boring. You got 30 year olds pretending to be 19 and 18 just banging each other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with these childish dramas oh my god I, I, I can't believe that and then you had that show i think it's called like sex life or sex story whatever the fuck it was called it's just attempting to cash in on that 50 shades of gray type bullshit i never thought i'd say it but i feel like twilight was better than this shit because at least twilight knew it's full of fucking shit i can't believe half the people that star on these shows act like they're making avant-garde art just because they stick things in each other's orifices like fuck off all right i'm sorry I don't know why I went off on that tangent. It just really annoys me because shows like Altered Carbon, which had a very good first season and a somewhat average okay second season gets cancelled. Netflix cancels Daredevil Punisher, but they won't cancel Riverdale. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'd say it's white privilege, but Daredevil's white. <laughs> I didn't mind, though, when they cancelled Iron Fist. I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> Shit was trash. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Is it just because, like, I don't know, people just checking for, like, softcore porn? Like, what is it? What, what do these shows do for people? What is the appeal of these shows? I don't know, but Midnight Mass is a great show. I will recommend it to anyone, everyone, whether... <laughs> whatever the fuck you're into if you're not into horror just check it out you might enjoy it i will not speak more in terms of the plot apart from the fact it's definitely something you guys should watch just because for one i don't want to spoil it and two i want you guys to go in with an open mind and just take it in as it is and not me influence anything in terms of plot in terms of anything i will however say just be prepared be prepared for some scenes that are very fucking intense i'm not gonna lie but it's a great show have a check of that so that is not the main thing that we are discussing today we are talking about kanye west the genius documentary yep it's a music episode i apologize if you expected something else a bit more on the nerdier scale of life but in all honesty i was so moved by this first episode i just wanted to and needed to discuss it whatever opinion you hold on this man whatever preconceived notion you have on the documentary whatever beliefs you hold against the man because of politics or whatever please do not and i repeat do not let it hold you back from checking out this documentary because it is fucking great this first episode genuinely it was beautiful weirdly beautiful the shit was so endearing and beautiful (laughs) it was a very beautiful thing to watch for a first episode i was hooked solely because i really felt for kanye it's weird to say that but you really felt his passion his desire to want to become a rapper you really felt it and i don't know it 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 just felt so authentic it felt genuine and there was no sense of jesus about it all It didn't feel... uh, It it just felt like someone who has this aspiration, this dream, and this desire. And, yo, it was a beautiful thing to see. However, I ain't gonna lie. Like, watching this and then Kanye doing his shit on Instagram. (laughs) It's like night and day. I'm gonna be honest with you right there. That £200 stem player? Fuck off, I feel (laughs) with that. I'm gonna just wait till someone uploads Donda 2 on YouTube and I'm gonna... Play that motherfucker there and it's going to be great. I genuinely could not believe, though, throughout this whole documentary, you saw people not giving a fuck about Kanye as a rapper, as a musician. They only cared about him as a producer. He was playing so many songs that have gone platinum since then. And it's insane. No one gave a shit. You can see how defeated he felt whenever people in Rockefeller Records or wherever just belittled him and his dream to become a rapper like, I, <laughs> it's insane it's genuinely insane and you can see kind of clearly how Jay-Z just did not fuck with him so I, I do find it weird that they portray themselves as big brother little brother it's a weird thing because Jay-Z really did not give a fuck about Kanye in them early days but a lot of people didn't give a fuck about him and you you understand why he is the way he is you genuinely do it's Oh it's 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 In my opinion, something you just have to watch. I am curious to see how they carry this over into the second and third episode. Because this first episode dealt with the whole college dropout era of Kanye West. The backpack era. The pink polo backpack era. And yeah, I'm just curious to see how he goes with this. And how this documentary, you know, transforms over time. I'm not going to lie though. Like, a lot of the moments within the documentary itself was insane. Some of it was really funny. Like, you saw... (laughs) I saw, I saw, oh god, like, yeah, Kanye was out here paying for porn mags on the side of the street in Times Square What did he say? This man was horny (laughs) This man was paying for magazines, magazines Yeah, that brother's starving Yeah, like, the guy said $8, even Kanye said, god damn, I said it as well But then he paid the man, he still paid the man. I ain't gonna lie, it was so funny because he want <laughs> he asked for black porn. <laughs> it's funny considering like he's out here pining for the whitest chicks. Now he's out here begging for Kim Kardashian to come back, and he's just here like, "Yo, my man, you got the you got the black tails." <laughs> I can't believe they called that magazine that black tails. if i'm being honest yeah if i was Kanye, yeah, i would have took that shit out like fuck that <laughs> you're not putting my fucking <laughs> you're not putting my fucking wanking habits on display right now but yo there was a scene at the rockefeller dynasty tour like there's so many instances that you are witnessing history like music history that no one has ever seen specifically at the rockefeller dynasty tour I think it was actually in Chicago. Beyonce's backstage. Like she's in the cut. And that made me think, wow, Jay Z was hitting all the way back then. This some bull this some bullshit. It should have been me, not him! God damn it, she was fucking fine <laughs> This was before their big collab as well, I feel like. I don't know. But at the same time, it's it's genuinely insane. Like, genuinely, they've been together for ages. (laughs) If this is before Crazy In Love, or if this was after, yo, that's insane to me. They've they've been hiding that relationship for ages, but can we just appreciate how fucking fine Beyonce was looking? Like, she smiled into the camera, and yo. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. You alright? right? (laughs) You alright right, bae? Listen, that Crazy In Love music video... (laughs) Man's just going to expose myself. Just going to expose myself right here. Listen, see, that music video, right? Like, you excused the bits with Jay-Z and you just had her. Yeah, that shit made you a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah, I am actually like Kanye. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I went out here with magazines. I was out here with like, that music video. I think the Pussycat Dolls Buttons video. Hey, yo, those two videos... <laughs> Wi-Fi was not a thing back then. I'm going to tell you that right now. But, oh my God. Sorry, I'm just reminiscing at that point where she just like... (laughs) Anyways, back to the main discussion. Wow, I can't believe I went off a tangent about (laughs) masturbating to fucking Beyonce back in the day. Fuck it. Hey, you guys are friends. It's cool. It's cool. Friends can share their old habits. (laughs) Anyways look there's like so many instances and moments within the documentary that are very emotional as well not just funny but emotional and not in the sense of belittling kanye there's a scene with his mother that really hurt my heart and it got me so emotional i felt everything in that moment i related far too much to it it there is no love like a mother's love. Ain't no bond deeper than the one between a mother and her son. And yeah, man, it was it was really tough to watch that. You saw how Kanye got his confidence. His mum was his number one fan. There's that moment where she raps his lyrics to him. And there's so many things that she says to him that I just think shows such a beautiful relationship they had. And I know everyone said this a lot in the past. It's, you know... It's not exactly a new thing to say but you do kind of get the sense that the passing of his mother really broke him because it would break me as well because that relationship he had with her and the fact that while he was getting rejections from labels constantly getting belittled being like pretty much bullied almost by most other rappers his mum believed in him and you know she put that battery in his back and she just kept him going and kept pushing him and it was beautiful and at the same time it's extremely sad thing to watch because you know that she's no longer here and yeah it's just it's such a weird thing because whenever she's talking to him you can just see that she looks at him and she just lights up she has so much love for kanye and his ah. Oh. It's it's such a horrible thing to watch because there's a wholesomeness and it's beautiful and it's very loving, but at the same time, you have it in the back of your mind that this person is no longer here and you kind of feel like you're watching a home video as opposed to this elaborate documentary. But at the time, it was pretty much a home video. It was a documentary, but it does feel like a home video because it creates so many intimate moments and it captures so many moments such as Kanye meeting Pharrell for the first time, Kanye kind of being just another face in the room at like (laughs) rockefeller parties and things like that no one gave a shit about Kanye back then no one really you know cared it captures the moment that scarface doesn't hop on the jesus walks beat listen i was fucking amazed that scarface didn't want to be on that beat because yo that song went crazy platinum Okay, it was insane and he played him family business and he was like, yeah, that shit was incredible. But then he just didn't care and he just left the studio. It's, it's so insane the moments that were captured in this documentary and you can't help but just feel like, I don't know, you feel, I guess in a sense, privileged to be able to see this because who would have thought recording yourself back then would have paid off because you have all this footage and i think this document is supposed to be three hours long throughout the whole span and i am very excited to see what happens throughout this whole documentary i do genuinely wonder how far does this footage stretch does this go all the way to the life of pablo era does this go up to present day does this go up to Jesus era or does it stop around graduation late registration where does this stop i want to see so yeah 100 i would recommend the first episode if it turns out shit later on i don't know you guys can blame me don't fucking blame me mind you <laughs> but yeah it was it was a great watch and i am very excited to see what else occurs in this documentary it's just so weird to see kanye just i don't know just being treated with absolute disrespect and just just treated as not kanye west if that makes sense but anyways i'm gonna end this segment slash discussion slash review with a rest in peace for miss donda west yeah it's a very emotional documentary it's got a lot of highs mind you and the lows do hit you quite a lot emotionally mind you you can see the sense of hurt kanye carries with him during those early days and why he has this fucking level of ego because he had the door shut on him so many times and yeah now he has god knows how many billions and essentially this was pretty much his villain origin story (laughs) That woman that just outright just told him to get out of her office in Rockefeller Records. Listen, he's he's probably held a grudge since that day. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, this documentary doesn't excuse a lot of the fuckery that Kanye does. But it does reinforce the creative aspects of Kanye, the, you know, Genius. I still fucking hate the way that they've put that name and just they're like, I get it. Yeah, you just want to be a bit clever about it. It's still a fucking wankerish name. But yeah, if you're not a fan of Kanye West, I could understand why you don't want to watch this, but just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. It's, it's, it's an interesting watch. It is a very interesting watch. So just give it a shot. Anyways, I'm going to end the segment on there. I think in the next coming weeks or so, Elden Ring comes out. So I might check that out. However, the price, the price of the game must, must reflect the quality of the game. Because, listen, all these AAA games, they're just not doing great for me at the moment. I will either review Elden Ring or Sifu. I don't know at the moment. Anyways, this has been The Hole in the Wall. My name Name is Shah Jahan Ali but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed waffling if you did you can show how much you liked it on Spotify and Apple by leaving a review and slapping that follow button also let me know if you plan on watching the genius documentary and yo let me know your thoughts let me know if you hated it let me know if you liked it you can do so by contacting the show at the hole in the pod at gmail.com that is the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com. You can also also, check us out on Instagram at hole in the wall pod. That is at hole in the wall pod. You can also donate to the patreon Bro- you don't have to you're not legally required to help the show but it does go a long way towards the show it does go towards making better content for you guys and girls and yeah all donations help the show and keep it alive and as always i really do appreciate if you do donate and even if you don't you're still fucking amazing i mean come on the people that listen to this show are fucking amazing so the patreon is patreon.com slash the hole in the wall i repeat that is patreon.com the hole in the wall thank you so much if you donate anyways and with that i'm signing off regular episodes every monday and you'll be hearing from me next monday but in terms of next week's show i ain't got a clue we'll get back to you on that one but whatever it is there will still be an attempt to entertain you as always for the matrix mainframe this has been the hole in the wall my name is sharjahan ali and yeah you'll hear from me next monday so whatever time you listen to this have a good morning evening and good night And you hear from me next Monday. And that's right. We're still doing this like the Truman Show. Peace.